Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Bobcast. With you as always, is Bob, live in our lounge, staring at the Ouija board. Uh, it's the month of December, 2017, feeling really festive uh, in lieu of the December 22nd five-year anniversary show of the Bob Bobcast with a bunch of friends and artists. Uh, I brought back uh, one of my favorite podcasts, um, Slow Voices, back here in the lounge today, uh, plus hey, Frank hey. Ewing. Merry um, Christmas. The last time we, we saw you guys was the top of the world. I think that was like in September. Mm-hmm. But now with uh, Something Divine, Slow Voice, Judah Kim and the Assassination, and Kevin Cox at the Grape Room, December the 22nd, uh, 9 p.m. start. Uh, free admission if you bring a toy. Uh, we're doing a Toys for Tot drive. If you don't bring a toy, we're going to make you pay $7 as a punishment. So uh, so bring a toy. Do the right thing and go out to you know, <laughs> five below. You know, you can get a toy for five bucks, and then, hey, the guy just paid seven bucks. You just wound them up, you know, by purchasing something at five. And you save two bucks. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, like, we get to, we get to do something good for you know, kids. Scooter uh, Best at the um, at the Grape and I have uh, decided to do the drive, so I'm very excited about that. Um, so, what's up with you guys? Huh? Scooter Best. He's, <laughs> he's pretty great. He saw, is great. Yeah. Saw him a few weeks ago after not having seen him in a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. It's He's a good dude, yeah. Very I mean, excited to play I that think game. that's like the only place that I I can see myself as like a sixty year old man, like you know, still playing, pulling that shit yeah. in there and being like, all right, you know, <laughs> here, like, here. there's something about the guy that you know what I mean, absolutely. Like, and it's hard as a promoter, as a booker, you know what I mean. Like, it's hard, you know what I mean. Like, I played a place, I won't name the place, but it was a couple of weeks ago, uh, a slew of people to even play a show there. I had to talk to through emails, like ten. 15 different people, information got messed up, uh, information on the poster wasn't correct. You know what I mean? And it's nice when you just call Scooter, it's one guy. Yeah. Here's the information, <laughs> let's do the show. You know what I mean? He's real excited, too. To he's talk excited, to yeah. And he's, he's always excited about the music he's yeah. playing. Yeah. And he watches That's what you. I love about he, him. Yeah. He's yeah. watching you when you're yeah. playing, too. Like, you, every now and then, like, I'll look over and, like, there he is, like, at the bar, like, People were like this with like twenty dollar bills in their hand. Like, let me get a drink. Scooter's like, forget that shit. You know what I mean? But dude, I think Scooter was doing the monitors one time when we played at the 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 big place. Is mm-hmm. what I refer to it as. Yeah, what was that called again? Was Grape it the Street Grape? Philadelphia? Okay, is that the proper name I, for I, it? I think so. Well, right? uh, it was Mad, Mad River, Mad right? River. Yeah. But but, but before, it was called the Grape Street Grape Street Philadelphia, Philadelphia. I think. Right? There was the Grape Street Pub, then Grape Street Philadelphia, and now it's the Grape right. Room. It was a big right. room. I yeah. mean, I love playing. Scooter did a great job with the. It was yeah. awesome. I it remember him doing cool monitors. Didn't have quite the vibe of the. Yeah. Original. Yeah. And then it flooded, I think, right? And that was like the yeah, end of it. That was the end. That was the end where people yeah. were like, that's Sweet. it. We can't do anything Sweet. anymore. Getting shot there, too. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. It's taking a turn. Should we bring up the double T diner at the beheading real quick? Oh, man. Should we bring that up? I mean, this is never a good time to really talk about that. City diner. So yeah, like I, I was talking to somebody about that the other day. Like they're like, "Why is there never anybody there?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's because somebody was beheaded there." Were we talking about that? <laughs> and then the woman's face was like, <laughs> like her jaw dropped, and she's just like, "What do you mean were. beheaded, Bob?" I'm like, and then like she's like, "Do you know the story?" And then I was like, "I didn't know that. I don't really know what happened." But I was like, John "I imagine." The whole thing, I think. Right? I oh, you do know yeah, this. So I would well, love to hear. I want to hear your version. Because okay, I, here's I, my story. As this gruntled employee in the kitchen, didn't really feel management style and just took a you know an act. Or, okay, you know, so, I, so mine had a different twist. So I heard an what? employee that worked there 
a guy came in with like his ex girlfriend and didn't know that he worked there, and he came out of the back with a meat cleaver mm-hmm. and hacked the guy in the head. Jesus. So yeah, I I did so see the meat cleaver. So the guy worked there. We got that part true. <laughs> it's like confirmed thing worked. that happened. Or oh yeah, this could like, be urban legend. I've never heard, seen the police said, report, but yeah. you know? I've never seen the police report either. But I remember hearing about it when it happened. But it's real yeah. to us. It's real. This is no It's on the Bobcats. It's legit. Is it active still? The double T. I drove by the other day. They got two lobster. Tails for nine ninety five. You know what I mean? That's so exactly baked potato. Much more active. I think that basically, you know, like that's you know, it's good to go if you want it. You know, it's amazing. But yeah, there's lots of I guess urban legends in this area of like uh, places where you know, for sure, stuff like that. Uh, there's the Catman's Lane thing. That, the, you general know, Lafayette, popular. the General Lafayette. That's pretty Lane. haunted, according to legends. Mm-hmm. The General Lafayette Inn. Uh, Bob I, I, and I spent. Evening. Yeah, we did. We went ghost, ghost hunting. Nothing happened. <laughs> yeah, we were with a legit ghost hunter. Yeah, nothing happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a picture of you and I that pops up in my feed every now and then. Like in the, on this day, like six years ago, you were on the couch with Michael Gordon, <laughs> looking disgusted trying yeah, yeah. to contact ghosts. <laughs> I was on the second for the record, floor. That's what ghost hunting entails. It was yeah. that. Yeah. 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 Something that was. What's that? Wasn't there like a house in the back of? Well, that's where we did the ghost hunt. Yeah. Yeah, we were in the the guest house, but we should have been in the main building. I think though, in hindsight, because. I mean, I've talked about it on the on the Bobcast before. Like, I want to see a ghost. I want to believe. I am Fox Mulder. It's never had concrete proof. The closest thing that happened to me uh, at the General was uh, in between a set for Downtown Harvest. I was with Magic Cat. Second time. The last time on this show, too. <laughs> so I was with Magic Cat uh, on the Magic second Cat floor. Call. And, like, he's like, all right, B.O.B., I got to go downstairs. And I forget why I stayed behind, but I stayed behind. And then, like, he went downstairs, and then I could have sworn that I heard somebody calling my name, and I went out, and there was nobody there, and I got, you know, the goosebumps. That was, like, the, the, the closest. What about you guys? Anything ever happened to you there? Uh, yeah. Not at the general. I'm kind of with you, Bob. I feel like I want to believe in all yeah. that stuff, but I've I just think never people like seen us, they, anything. Just, and with that yeah, being said, I don't necessarily want to see it, but obviously mm-hmm. if I do, I'll I, believe. I've heard enough people. I've never seen anything. Say things that I don't. I believe it's all hogwash. They've seen things and kind of convinced me. I grew up in a house that was haunted, and I truly believe that. All right, let's talk about that. What was it like? That was so. My grandfather Mm -hmm. uh, owned my house before my mother. Scooch in, scooch in, get close to that. Get close, get close to that microphone. You're a little raspy. All right, we're around a fire. We're around a fire. This is the fire, right? (laughs) So no. So anyway, there is a story that where my aunt was chopping vegetables at uh, my brother's christening Mm -hmm. and she was looking into the living room from the kitchen right and in the living room was the front door to the house Mm -hmm. and she saw a gentleman walk in and like walk into the study and she turned to my mom who was also in the kitchen who did not see it and said hey a guy just walked in I think he's a day early for the christening you know because they were still like preparing stuff Mm -hmm. And she's like, he he just went in. So my mom goes, looks, no one's there, comes back. And uh, my aunt was like, no, he had horn rim glasses. And she starts describing the man. He was a real big guy. And uh, my mom's like, you're describing my father. Right. And uh, and so she went and got like a her wedding album and showed a picture of my father. And my With aunt the was like, that's glasses. the guy. Wow. That's the guy. And she's like, my father's been dead for a year and a half or however mm-hmm. long it had been. Uh, and... Yeah, so, like, my aunt, like, swears to this day, and my aunt is a very, like, rational person mm-hmm. who, like, I would trust with anything on earth, you know? Mm-hmm. And she, like, swears, she did not go into that house for, like, 15 years after that, because she was so freaked out by it. 
it's funny the place I work at uh, the same type of situation uh, it's a historical property and the people who come to clean the school after um, you know school closes for the evening mm-hmm. some of them refuse to go into the pre-k building because they say it's you know ios meals ios meals I ain't going in you know what I mean like they're so freaked out yeah. by it so I you know I went yeah. in there too like by myself one time uh, after school hello nothing you know mm-hmm. But I'm going to keep looking. You know what I mean? Yeah. It could be that I was a child, but I swear. Probably. I it has something to do with it. I've yeah. had, but I've also had this conversation with everyone else who lived in my house. My mother and my father yeah. and my sister and my brother. And they all felt like when you walked up the steps to my house, which is where my grandfather's piano was, mm-hmm. like, you felt like someone was looking at you from behind as wow. you walked up those stairs. I always felt that way. Felt that See, way. I've had a friend tell me that, like, like something that really freaked me out when she, I'll leave the names out when she was a little girl and she lived in a house that's over 250 years old mm-hmm. and it's pretty interesting and kind of creepy and weird she told me when she was a little girl she was laying in bed and she felt a tremendous calm come over her and she said as she was laying on her bed kind of staring out you know the open door into the hallway she said she just saw a little girl walk by and look at her and she just said she didn't feel, like, scared about it. She felt like an overwhelming calm. And then she said that she just, like, the stereotypical thing that ghosts do, she just walked through the wall. She was gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stereotypical. <laughs> yeah. Ghosts are so stereotypical. Yeah. Yeah. You know? They always have to exit through the wall. And why are they getting always so, got getting so predictable? You're getting so predictable. Why do they got to make things so cold? <laughs> Damn it. But, yeah, um... I guess the ghost of uh, Christmas past is a good way to start this podcast. Uh, what about you guys? Anything anything supernatural ever happened to you? No. I, Your house growing up? Nothing, nothing ever happened there? Nothing. I'm not a believer. You're no, not a believer? Neither, Frank. So you, I've never so seen you, any Are you it. not a believer? <laughs> <laughs> Frank was, for the record, Frank was looking sense. at me like he wanted to punch me in the face. <laughs> All right. Okay, so wait. wait so so what's, your, what's your stance on it? So is it ghosts don't exist or like when you're dead, that's it? Your body ain't going nowhere? Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, I can't, okay. I can't say I know. But I think, you know, the mind can help you to want to believe mm-hmm. what you think you can believe. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But well, I believe in that. that. I think yeah, the, like, that, that's I believe good, what he yeah, just that's said. A good possibility. Well, I'd like to thank my mind then. Dude, I've been driving I've been driving down an old country road late at night and yeah. called out into the into the never ever show me something. Let's make it happen. I've been walking alone in a creepy place all by yeah. myself. Let's go. And let's make it, it happen. Like, let's do it. What yeah, am I going to do? Yeah. What that's am I going to do? If a ghost shows up and wants to get me, what am I going to do? I'm going to do everything I can, but at the end of it, I just don't think about it that way. Why does it always have to be a negative thing? You got a better chance of uh, watching like Mike Trito uh, swallow a cicada or something like that, and that's like, good enough to be supernatural in Nursing. I've seen it. You mean I know. Mike? I saw it on Instagram, dude. I, I mean, I, I think he'd be an excellent guest. Uh, dude, I was thinking. The yeah, actually, the I'd love to interview him, but I don't know if like he, he'd be able to sit still for that long. But he would. Yeah, he would. He would. Give him the he would. Would. We just went out with him, actually. I know. I saw a video of you that he was What band were you playing in, by the way, where you were, you were like, just destroying this cover band like uh, it was, it was the wedding band, band. is yeah. it your wedding band yeah, yeah. yeah they must like love you dude case. like oh, your yeah. bass moves like for these cover songs are so on point they're straight out of like you know like almost like a music video I, I feel so see he came to see he was in that party for the wedding or he just that was uh, a showcase, showcase. Yeah, it was oh, showcase. showcase. Yeah. where was that at where was that uh, the at? twisted tale is that the Bachelor? Yeah, the Bachelor Boys, Boys Band. band. Bachelorboysband.com. If you uh, want a wedding band, uh, I suggest you go out there and check it out. Um, 
Other thing about Trito, I think I mentioned before, it, I just don't like watching. I don't like seeing him in clothes. <laughs> it's kind yeah. of, I know it sounds kind of sexual, kind of but like, yeah, it, it just doesn't look right. He should and he looks older when he's wild. wearing clothes. I, I yeah. agree. Mike Trito, check him out yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. Take your shirt off. <laughs> he was like the other day. He's like, oh, I'm, not, I'm out here in Narstown. It's, uh, it's 60 yeah. degrees. Yeah, it's, you know, it's chilly. Nars. I'm just saying he's got 20 years on me. He's in way better shape than I'll ever be. And he, I definitely wouldn't, wouldn't rub him the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> what were you going to say about ghosts? Uh, I don't really have anything. No? That, Some of my family no. have gone to, like, or really my wife's family have gone to those uh, places where the guys say they can, like, mm-hmm. connect, connect with them. Yeah. And mediums? Didn't your mom and dad host, like, a graveyard tour? I've seen some live mediums before, and I thought it was pure, unadulterated so. garbage. It's a, <laughs> and a hustle, right? I, I, wanted I, it so I don't bad. rule any of it out, but I haven't experienced any of it <clears throat> firsthand. So. Me neither. And, and that's what I'm but saying. But I, I, I think yeah. there's something something going on out there. Oh, there's definitely something, but I, it's just so weird how it's it It's kind of cool to me that... That spirits like exist outside of bodies and hang around. I think that we don't know the answer, and that's why we're intrigued about it. I think they're more probably connected to that person. Yeah, for sure. We're not using all of our capabilities. Uh, Absolutely, yeah. That's what I think. think You're all hands. You guys know what DMT is, right? (laughs) Sure. So you know, if if uh, people on the Bobcast want to like research DMT, there's a Netflix documentary on it, or you listen to. Joe Rogan's got a lot of interesting yeah. interesting things to say about it, but sure I mean, does. apparently it's a spirit molecule, and uh, you can ingest it, you can smoke it, you can do all sorts of different things with it, but what happens to your mo- your mind and your body is that you go into this, I guess, spirit realm. Full brain. F- full, yeah, your, your mind, and it only lasts for five minutes, which is kind of enticing for people out there listening. <laughs> like, for five minutes you want to lose your mind, but see, like, I guess, the face of God, and apparently mm. everyone sees the same thing, because he's like, these little... Like creatures come out that look like little elves, and they like flutter up to like your like point of view, and like they're so excited to see you, and they're trying to tell you something, and they're so happy that you're here in this like you know like perfect geometrical world, and then all of a sudden it's it's over, it's and then like right when you think like you know, then like it's like it's you get pulled out. But I mean like it's cool that it like you know it's it's almost like it's a uh, it's like a parasite attacking your brain, and it's allowing your brain to see other things that would never, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it would yeah. never come into play. And I think that's a, a lot of the reason too why people uh, people drink, people do drugs, yeah. is because they're actually trying to get closer to God. It's just your brain. You know I, mean? I, I agree with you 100. percent And mm-hmm. it opens up the front. As, as full brained as I've ever been, I've definitely experienced that before. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Feeling like you tap into an energy that. You and they quick, how quickly it goes away, before. though. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it, I'll equate it to playing music without saying too much. Just, like, being on the exact same page. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, the, the pure telepathy yeah. just going at once. To and the then making where, something up as it's happening the, in the moment. Yeah, and to mm-hmm. the point where, like, you don't even have to say, like, dude, I was just thinking that when somebody mm-hmm. says what you were just thinking. It's just understood that, of course, you were just thinking that. <laughs> I've been to that place. It's I weird, have. yeah. It's I've weird been to that place a handful of times, and it's surreal and beautiful and magical and if that's what God is then sign me up I yeah. feel like that's what happened at practice the other night after yeah. we watched the letter people I, I agree yeah. the what yeah. the, the letter people you do you remember the letter people I'm sure you saw the letter people because you grew up in the same you mean the books education so White Marsh Elementary I know had it yeah you mean the I books with the letter the, the people think, like the yeah, teeth they were in I have them here I have the books tall teeth 
There yeah, was, yeah, there was a record. Mr. With M with the Munchie the Mouth. Music that is. And it's amazing, dude. We, incredible. We went through half the, uh, the catalog. Yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. Getting in deep. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's, that's interesting because uh, I've been thinking a lot about that lately. Is, you know, like my son's going to be two and like the way that he's learning stuff, you know what I mean? Like uh, so much different than the way that I process stuff. Like the records and stuff like that, like the stories on records on the old 45s or whatever, like, you know, like the chime, turn the page, and like, you know, being in the moment of like, you know, you were using media, but you were like actually control, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There is no control with the phone no more, you know? The -hmm. phone is completely just going to take, I'm trying really hard not to have Tyler like go for the phone, you know, like... It's it's getting you know you should he's rendering that terrible twos face where it's just like Jesus God please yeah, <laughs> somebody throw me a life vest please yeah. I'm drowning here it's Saturday afternoon my energy is drained and have him watch the letter people for hours I mean I got on the dr- I got drum set for him now he's got the, the letter people is, is great the letter people like he, well, we watch uh, Fraggle Rock and he's blown away by that yeah. but he's got a here's the weird at this thing point, I think. my son doesn't really <laughs> care for yeah. cartoons as much like the other day what was on TV that he was fascinated by. Um, it's going through the channels and Austin Powers was on, and I never yeah. watch Austin Powers. But like, soon I like he left it on. He was like, I came back in the room and he was just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and it was like the scene where he's in the guy. he's in the golf cart and he can't go anywhere. <laughs> and Tyler yeah. was like mesmerized, and then like I was like, all right, if this is the stuff he likes, then I'll start, you know. <laughs> so we put Dumb and Dumber on, same thing. <laughs> and then the other day, um, uh, what was it? It was J- uh, Jackass's Bad Grandpa. Oh, it was yeah, on Comedy I've seen Central. That. He was just like he's like a slap. So we'll guy. figure it out as we go. You know what I mean? But yeah, like uh, the letter three people, stooges, other words, three stooges. Kid. You know, that's a good idea. They, they used to play the three stooges oh, quite a bit, like on three syndicates. Yeah, so don't do great. it no more. Yeah, I don't know They're where so you get great. three stooges. What was that movie that came out? I think a couple years ago, that Fairly Brothers movie. That, yeah, it was. It was good, but you know what I mean? Like, I, I never saw it. It didn't connect with the audiences yeah. the way it needed to. It was three different um, short stories within a two-hour movie. You know. Like the old TV show sure. used to be, you know, yeah. like, but it just, you know, it just, it, didn't work. it just didn't work. And plus, it was like really kind of crude. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> and they weren't really crude. They were, they were crude to each other. Yeah, I mean, but Mo was the son of a bitch yeah. of, the, of the group. Mo, Mo was I always felt bad for Shem because yeah. his hair was always getting messed up. <laughs> you know what I mean? He gets smacked <laughs> in the hair. Shem yeah. had great hair. That was like his best feature. <laughs> yeah. And then Larry, Larry, the, he's from here, right? His yeah, face yeah. is down South Street. Yeah, right? I think Larry had the best hair personally. Uh, yeah, yeah, he did. He did. It was just like these. He looked like crusty, like yeah. Yeah. like. And I mean, yeah, you know, like when I was a kid, hours. I couldn't wrap my head around how Curly was the guy with no hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't figure that. I remember really contemplating that. Curly was the genius, though. Yeah, Curly was. He, great. Yeah, he was. But as then as when he left, it was so it. weird, right? Yeah. Too like as a kid, like being like, okay, was Curly. Shemp's not a Curly. Why Shemp on the right side? You know, and then like there were there were Shemp and there was Curly and then there at one time there was somebody else who was Joe like, Joe who was like Joe, the Curly hybrid like, yeah he's like the and it was like what one. the hell is this dude doing you know and like he had the same look as Curly but like yeah. Larry yeah. Shemp Mo Curly mm-hmm. and Joe so there were five Stooges and Joe's yeah. been all but forgotten yeah and and I think Joe if you say Shemp to somebody Shemp they're like yeah. oh I remember Shemp I think yeah of course yeah. I think Joe was only but in for Joe people were like who the hell who the hell is this? <laughs> his name is too normal. Number yeah. It's also a weird thing too. Is like comedy back in the Mom day. It was like it was all about teams. You know what I mean? Like Abba Costello, uh, Laurel and Hardy. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like sure. you don't see that no more. Yeah, it's like gone. Like it's there's yeah. no nobody wants. Yeah. Oh, there's the Lucy, Rock and Lucy like and Ethel. Uh, what pretty was good that? Team. Uh, Mickey or what's his name? Not Mickey Hart. Uh, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. I don't know. Look at uh, Key and Peele. True. Yeah, true. I read that Dave Chappelle's pissed at them. Look at Lonely yeah. Island. Yeah. I think there's more. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, there's there's you're right. Did you ever see uh, Popstar? As 
You'd love Popstar. Yeah. With yeah. Lonely Island. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Of course. <laughs> never <laughs> stop. Never <laughs> stop. I've actually <laughs> watched it like three or four times. Yeah. He, made so me, he made me watch it. And he's like, That was like the third he's time. He's like, Just yeah. trust me. You're going to love it. My wife and came and in the room and said, What the hell are you watching? Uh, <laughs> right? That's what it's like. Just go. So good. Just go. This is Bob's time. Occasionally, you need to have, you need to watch something like that because it allows you to just completely. Yeah. Decompress and like, you know. <laughs> I really appreciate Andy Samberg's type of humor. It's just it not, is good. It's yeah, amazing. Brooklyn Nine Nine is a great show too. I I've mean, watched a few. I never. I there never are got some it. episodes yeah. that I've lost my mind on the mm-hmm. uh, the other dude, the um, his partner. I forget what his name is. Joe something, the actor. But that dude is hilarious. He's just like. Like such as isn't Eddie Murphy's brother in that? And oh, no, that's not Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Eddie Murphy's brother passed away. I'm sorry. So it was yeah. the guy, oh, um, right? It's uh, it's Terry uh, Terry Owens, uh, Terry Cruz. <laughs> Messing up here on the Bobcat. It's Terrell Owens. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Terrell <laughs> Dio. He's got the marker in his cleats. Yeah. Speaking of which, did you guys watch a football game last night? Did you see what happened to that poor dude on the yeah. field? Yeah. It sucked, dude. What happened? This, yeah. guy, this guy, I think it was for Steelers. Like, the, the uh, Bengals. Bengals. Got, got, got hurt. He got yeah. hit, and he got hit so hard that he just lost complete control of his legs. Yeah. Uh, I was just like, shit, dude. Yeah. Um, I saw it when I woke up this morning. It's a, it's a, you know, it's great when you wake up in the morning, and it's like, you see that, and then, like, Ventura is on fire. Yeah. Donald Trump uh, is now the chief executive officer. He, anything he does, he can do because he rules the roost, and he's, the, you know what I mean? Like, like what the hell? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how, how does that like come into play? Is like, and it's so weird too. Like, we live now in a day and age where, uh, like, like the sexual harassment stuff that's going on, and like, you know, like I just read that, uh, what's his name, Danny Matherson, the guy from the '70s show, got mm-hmm. fired from uh, his the ranch show. I heard all about that. And he's claiming that it's all bullshit. He did not do it. And uh, Netflix is, you know, and, like he's saying that basically we're living in the day and age now. We're just being accused as yeah, is as enough. good as being guilty. Yeah. Dude, the guy from the Mars Volta, the lead singer, mm-hmm. whose name is escaping me right now, his name's Cedric. Mm-hmm. Uh, he claims. It's pretty heavy, dude. That Danny Masterson raped his wife. Jesus. And was like all over Twitter and Facebook and all the social media about it. And there's like this whole thing really? going on about it now. Pretty, pretty crazy and dark. Yeah, I'm bringing up all the dark shit. <laughs> Sorry, it's okay. Sorry. It's all right. It's good to talk Christmas about Christmas makes dark. me feel really dark. It yeah. makes it, you know, it does, it does depress a lot of people. <laughs> it does depress a lot of people. People yeah. get really, uh, you know. I love Christmas <laughs> more than anything. <laughs> I do love the music, really, to be honest with you. Yeah, the music but is great. I love great. the cartoons, yeah. too. Yeah, and Yeah, the the cartoons are badass. There's certain movies. And Elf. I mean, we watch Elf and we put up the Christmas tree. There's certain movies you have to watch. I just watched The Grinch last night. And The Grinch, the original Grinch, not the Jim Carrey Grinch. Oh, yeah, that's great with the Vincent Price. You can only watch it. Holiday Road. It's not Vincent Price. It's so good. Christmas Vacation. Burl Ives? No, no, no. Burl Ives is the Frost. Is that Vincent Price? No, it's Boris. Boris Karloff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's who it is. Or the Mummy the and voice. Frankenstein. And, and then it's uh, another dude. What's his name? Ravensclaw? Something? Yeah, or Thorough Ravensclaw. Oh, yeah. Thorough Ravensclaw. Yeah. That's the dude who Tony does the Tony the Tiger. It's a shame. that The, the Jim Carrey like, version, like, it tried to be... Similar, I guess, but it's, I don't know. I, I, I haven't seen it in so many you years. Know, like, yeah, I've only seen it once, I think. Yeah. I've I've seen it again, and like it's, it's okay. Like it's yeah, I get what they were going for, mm-hmm. but it's not it's not Christmas for me. The that Grinch program is everything. Like, yeah, that's know, that's great. I saw Charlie Brown uh, the other night and hadn't mm-hmm. seen it in I mean, a while. Christmas that's is great. It's, well, that's it's, it's all about soundtrack what of all time for was sure. There when you were a kid, thanks to that's Frank. Yeah, at least for us, they were all great. The claymation Rudolph, the Frosty. Yeah. yeah. 
amazing. It's you know the music in itself though is just it's yeah. so weird. Like, can you imagine just being in that studio, like listening to them like cut like jingle bells, yeah, and being like, ah, that's all right, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but then like you know, hundred years later, it's like you know what I mean? They're like, like um, imagine, yeah, that like. Uh, like I wrote this tune. It's Rocking called around yeah. the Christmas Can you tree. That it was like a fifties. Producer was like, "All right, let's yeah. move on to the next." Yeah, so yeah. This yeah. Is, you know, like but you don't know what's going to be a hit, really. Dude, my but, guilty uh, pleasure is the Mariah Carey. I think that thing. That one is. I think great. that's just an There's amazing. There's this whole thing song. on YouTube about so, how that's so the best contemporary Christmas song and how it will endure. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. Well, what do you What do you think, Frank? Like Frank, you're in "Tis the Season." It's a full blown holiday. Jazz quartet or trio? A uh, trio. Usually. Trio. Yeah. Mike plays bass. When you when you play these Christmas songs, like which one do you like? You know, stand out. I like our jazz out? version of Carol of the Bells. How's that go? Yeah. I was thinking the Siberian Orchestra one. Yeah. Yeah. We do it. We do it really different. That's cool. We we do that song. It doesn't sound anything like the Siberian Orchestra. And like the songs are like like Judah was telling me about like. Rudolph the rain, red, red nosed reindeer, like the 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 solo is like really complicated and stuff like that. It's like these songs, yeah. or like no, that's rock, he, jingle bell rock. They all sound the same. So yeah. many they of those songs, songs. Yeah. Yeah. it's just like they all the same figured out like what a, Christmas a lot of them are in the key of C, like really, mm-hmm. just, and a lot of them have the yeah. same changes. Sometimes even playing them all, yeah, I'll forget what song and you're playing in the middle of it. Rudolph blends into jingle bell rock. You ever just mix them, just match them up? Yeah, people are like whatever. Pretend like it's on purpose. I've been doing it for 10 years. Now we've played yeah. Jingle Bell Dolph. Has it been 10 years since you guys started? What has been? I remember taking yeah. a picture of you guys at the practice spot. It's been a long is time. Is Chris Wood still the drummer? Chris is playing Breakfast with Santa at the CBC. <laughs> oh, yeah? Uh, December 16th. Yep. <laughs> Where's this at? Let's keep plugging. Country Hawk and Bocce Club. Oh, very nice. This yeah. the season. Yeah. Rojazz.com. Me, Mike, and, and Chris. <laughs> is this the plug yes. away? Somebody, somebody's listening to it right now, like John Salmo guitar <laughs> lessons. Rewind. <laughs> um, it really started with Spamps. Those gigs at Spamps were like our first. Yeah, I remember them. Yeah, like big Christmas gigs. I don't go to Spamps anymore. The Lucky Dog. I, I went to Lucky is, Dog a couple times. It just you know, it, it doesn't seem like the Lucky Dog. Lucky Dog seems like that other spot in Laffy Hill. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm excited to. Uh, so like, what's been going on with the band since the last Top of the World? First off, did you guys have a good time at Top of the World? We had a great time, yeah. Let's talk about, like, right when you guys went on, you were like, one, two, three, four... Start rocking out and like what was it, like 10, 15 seconds into yeah. it? All the power went it out. Took the taco truck. I remember yeah. like I remember like standing up like because I was so out of it like after playing the set and like that's not right. And then, like I ran over and like I remember seeing your face you, and, and you were just like like you know that face where you're like yeah. I can't do no more. This shit, what the hell you know? And then I had that Clark Griswold moment where I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you showed up in like two three minutes. People who can't stand right Like people chords together and there's power. I, th- I thought that yeah. moment, and I've said it to these amazing. guys already, I thought that moment was surreal because, yeah. you know, a-, a lot of people were paying attention to us when we started, but, like, people were coming and going and blah, blah, yeah. blah. And then once the power went out, I felt like everybody turned <laughs> to see yeah. what the hell was going on, and then it kind of, like, drew everybody in for us. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like yeah. to say it was the hypnotic tones, but it was really the power going out. Yeah. But then once that happened, we got them. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I think that. I, I grabbed, laughed it I grabbed the, the extension cord out that was of amazing. the wall. And like ran through all these people, and then like uh, I think we it was the guy from uh, You Do You. Like he was like, "Are you ready?" And like we put the two together, and I came over and got the other one. But yeah, amazing. I mean, the set was great though. I mean, I have 
you have uh, I sent you guys the whole um, video yeah, yeah it's, it's up on YouTube yeah. is it the same same band like you, the drummer's still the same right yeah, as well yeah. absolutely any new songs or Ryan guys... the main band strain well after the Letter People at our last like we took a we took a little break and we listened to Letter People we're all inspired then we went and played all the songs completely different than we had yeah. ever played yeah. <laughs> some of them were yeah. reggae some of them were punk that's cool some like, it changes the vibe a little bit it totally changed the vibe and we're on the same level like yeah, we're, we're all, all kind of moving at the went, same the only thing we're on the, same the only thing that I think was uh, was a token that we were following was mm-hmm. like the opening chord or like the general mm-hmm. key but other than that, we played yeah, just about all like we we, re- we rehearsed them normal, mm-hmm. yeah. and we played through them all. And we're no, doing like live yeah. remixes. It all started with Gordon playing this. Well, amazing I have gotten a little closer spin. to God at that point. This yeah. amazing reggae. Uh, you were getting close. <laughs> <laughs> you made it. You made it up there. <laughs> amazing reggae spin on one of our tunes. The kind of strong the sunshine. Yeah, mm-hmm. the kind of started, started, started it all off. We've done that a couple times. Yeah. And then. I don't. I, I don't just. Like, I don't oh, know which way to do it anymore. Like, I know. Like, I don't think any of it. <laughs> yeah, it's weird how you get locked into a like a, something happens where the rhythm of the bass. It happens to me a little bit where like I can't go back to the way that I used to. <laughs> Uh-huh. Even if I go back and listen to it, I'm like, nah, that ain't right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I it's hear like you. this weird, yeah. like you know, I don't know if it's it's a mix of uh, muscle memory and so like I guess. Palm. It also happens when I'm trying to sing and play bass. Yeah. I, I end up changing my part, and mm-hmm. then I like hate myself for mm-hmm. it. But then it becomes part of me. And then when I'm not playing it, I play it that way. Mm-hmm. When I'm not singing, and it's like weird. Yep. I just uh, recorded with Judah at uh, Kawari Sound, you know, and uh, yeah, the producer, the producer guy there, um, he wanted. Um, so he's playing that Ripper bass. He wanted me to play his his uh, instruments, which was cool. Yeah. Like you know, always, but he play, wanted you to do that. He wanted that sound. He wanted the old bass string sound. The, yeah. Yeah. Um, sound like. So yeah, I played the Ripper, which was awesome. But then I also had the Hop. I never played Hoffner ever. Mm. Like you know. Yeah, I've never had that. Oh, dude, it, I, I wanted it so bad. Yeah, I, awesome. I wanted to just take it home and like make some sort of deal with him. Yeah. But it felt so good, and it changed the way that like I played like the one song completely, yeah, just because right. of the way that the sound like was coming out. But uh, it was a good, it was a good. I hadn't been in the, the studio since um, well, the last Isn't time I recorded funny? properly was with you, like with the uh, discovering dinosaurs. I think it was like twenty two thousand nine, right? Yeah, at the Cold Point Studios. Um, it was a fun experience. There, lots of lot of. Have you guys ever been to Quarry? No, a no. lot of vintage stuff. I mean, you know, stuff that I can't name correctly, but I mean, it's just stacked upon stacked guitars. Keyboards, you know what I mean. But it was it was a good time. But uh, I definitely hear you. Like when you change something, you know. And like the one thing I've changed recently too is like I went. My bass was getting really lower, and now it's coming back up. And I'm starting to play. Like I watched a video of you. I was like, he likes to play with the bass close to his chest. And then mm-hmm. I start playing with it close to my chest, and I start realizing, oh, you can feel it's it easy. more. You feel it more. Like up you don't have higher to, on the strap. It's, yeah, yeah. If it's up a little bit more higher. It's like you don't have to do as much work because the bass is just hitting you right and in your like in your like towards, yeah right. like yeah. You just feel it there. Yeah, that's where it is. It's in I the had heart. It, I was going south. Groove is in the heart. I was going towards the other department. I like mine more on my organ. Yeah, I like that too. But that's because you guys need your like you need your distortion to be shaking your your asses or whatever you need. I don't know what you guys need. What's hard? the groove, man. With a heartbeat. Yeah, you're right. What's hard to switch it though? Like if you switch the way your guitar strap is. And like try to perform, yeah. di- you know, perform it. it totally I, I think in general, yeah, when totally. you were just saying about the the Hofner, like I think that like any 
any bass I've ever played has changed the way I play the minute I pick it yeah. up. You know what I mean? And it was so cool. I just rebuilt a bass. Well, I had nothing to do with it, really. Johnny did, and our friend Tom Stafford really mm-hmm. did everything. What kind of bass? And uh, it's the it was an old Mexican uh, jazz bass, five string from 2000 that I owned. That like the electronics just I think went, I remember that one. Yeah. They just went kaput on me one day, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's wine red, and I I had always had this thing where I wanted to put a lime green pickguard on it instead of white. Oh, cool. But uh, we finally did it, and then on top of it, like replaced it with these not awesome lime green, Freeland, mint, green. mint green. Oh yeah, not lime green. Well, that's that cool. would be terrible. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, Freeland pickups like mm-hmm. they're just boomers. That's they're cool. Thunderous. Thunderous. That's, yeah. So, do you ever uh, have a bass with a coffin on it? No. You know that, you I know, know that shield, that Fender like type thing. Yeah, the guy Dan Nero like does uh, work on all the guitars. He loves. The, he's like the coffin bob. I, I like the pump too much the, though. You know, I've so played like, it in the uh, in sh- in a shop, you know, in mm-hmm. guitar center or whatever, and I hate it. Like it's just in the way. Speaking of guitar guitar center, I took my son in there the other day to play the drums. Uh, first off, uh, I'm just gonna say it. I hate Guitar Center. You know, I really do. Um, you're not getting. You know, I worked there for a few years. But I hate I'm, it. I, 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 I agree with you a thousand you know, percent. It's a place where you go to feel miserable about what you love to do, because the people who are helping you—not all yeah. of them per se—but I've had so Overall, many bad experiences. Bad vibe, yeah. You know, like the, like you know, he comes in the room like, "What, what do you? What, can I help you or anything?" I'm like, "My two-year-old son's playing. Like, I'm good right now." But regardless of that, I had a bad experience uh, a couple times ago where I was going in to buy something like tar picks, and like they started yelling at me about shit. I'm just like. <laughs> Whatever. I miss Zap's music, okay? At least it's Zap's music back in the day. They knew Alan, me. Alan and Walter were going to give us a yeah. trade at Zap's. <laughs> Whatever happened to Alan, man? Where, where is that dude, man? I don't know, but he was a, he was a character. He was a character. I remember he jamming like, with him one time. Yeah. And he was just like, don't touch the volume on my amp. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, nobody yeah. touches Chuck Berry's amp at Chuck Berry. Yeah, man. He had such a vibe to him, man. Yeah. But, um, I remember him putting his foot up on the amp in there one time. Yeah, I remember he would Connie do that went too. in and we were kids and like we wanted to check the guitar out, but yeah. he wouldn't let us play it. He grabbed the guitar and like put his foot up on the amp. And yeah. So he did it a thousand times and yeah. the one time, dude, it was amazing. <laughs> he goes to put his foot up and he missed <laughs> oh, and wow. fell and it was great. Because we funny you say that because I, I, I remember that now. Like he would never let any like oh much like one out. Let me get it first. Yeah. He plug in. He be wearing jeans that were like at least two sizes too small for him, you know. Um, <laughs> I miss that. I don't do go the to the other. What's it called? Yeah, I played one. Yeah. I think we played together. Ninety uh, seven or ninety six Delta Nine. I forget. You were there, right? You yeah. Played? There was a I tent with the. I played there. I don't remember which band it was. Though, was it God Farm? It might have been God. I think Farm. it was God Farm. But yeah, I definitely remember it's playing. Dollar three eighty win that year. Yeah, they won. They had the best here. font. They That's got the best logo, here, I think. Yeah, best uh, them, and then I remember McAdam. Um, McAdam. McAdam. Yeah. Uh, was, that, was that Matt Chiquetti? Yeah. Yeah. Matt, Matt's band. Yeah. yeah. Um, I remember seeing them play a few times. Who's now apparently in like the biggest band in the world, like the Hoppin' Boxcars. I think Hoppin they're called. Boxcars. They practiced at a, a uh, spot. No. Mm-hmm. No, him and Skitty are not. Uh, those guys. They can't be in the same room again. Confidential. <laughs> they're like oil and mm-hmm. vinegar. Yeah, they don't go well together. But then they do, mm-hmm. and that's the whole thing. So how do you feel about the bird's loss? I see that you're wearing uh, the eagles. I'm wearing it with pride and with a little, <laughs> a little soreness. A little soreness. I don't know. It's got a little dirt on it there. Yeah. <laughs> it could, well, that be, was, that was, could be like cocoa or something. I'm though. saying that. It's a I definitely had my fair share of food that night. I think that's from general Yeah, they needed to lose, though, yeah. didn't they? 
I was sad eating oh, that night. Perfect, but there. Well, you know, I think it all comes down to that pasta Aguilar. I think it makes next connected. week a must win. That's all I'm saying. Well, yeah, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, and I think like they, they will got win. Blown out. But there were a couple plays but I, away. But I do think that you, you, there is a little sobering there. There's just a slight mm-hmm. sobering. See, where it's like this is only year two for this kid. Yeah. And we, us thinking Super Bowl, like we all thought, like the Eagles only have one loss. They're amazing, but there's so many teams. It's not just the Vikings. You look yeah. at the Saints right behind us at nine, and there's like two other How teams. About the New England Patriots. Those guys are pretty good. Well, that's on the other side. You're I'm just, just talking. Oh, yeah, everyone said the road on the NFC was oh, like gotcha. easy for the Eagles. And we were one loss away from seeing that we're ne- we're now don't even have home fields. How about yeah. the Giants two and ten and, and benching Eli? Well, like, yeah, that was I think crazy. that's part of why we got so spooked. Our end division was like such yeah. a cake. Yeah, it was right. so, yeah, that's probably why we're thing. getting such crap. But yeah, the, the guy benched uh, Eli Manning, and then the, what they fired him like the next day or something like that. The coach. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But yeah, McAdoo. Um, I I mean that guy just lo- had well, a look about him that was not. I think it was because of that. He just. I think the uh, the benching came. From yeah, who's who's the him. um who's the act of the Super Bowl this year? We'll get a drink of water. Who's the what? Is it, the who's host? The, who Minnesota, is it? Minnesota. Um, but who's the the music act? Oh, oh, Justin. Yeah, Timberlake's coming back. He's coming back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man. I hope. Uh, there's so many rumors about Janet. Janet. Yeah, there's that. There's they have to, right? I mean, they must. Yeah, they right? gotta mess with their mind. What year was that when that happens? Okay, Google. What year did Janet Jackson's nipple appear during the Super Bowl halftime show? Fell off the earth after that. Yeah, she can't help me with that thing. one. There's way too much information there. <laughs> but yeah, I remember watching it live and being like, "Holy, is that?" Or were nipple? you asking what year that was? Yeah, you know, I think it was nipple 2003. Uh, yeah, it's, it, it seems about right. Patriots. But yeah, I remember watching it live and being like, "We what? were watching it at my house in Conjahawken." Mm-hmm. Rams. And so what? So here's was my that question: the, was the year turf? before the Eagles, was what that? were they actually trying to do? Okay, so. Regardless, I think they're trying to do that. I, yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Like, is one other type maybe. of thing? So I'm what happens? Sure. If I'm not sure. Yeah, what he the, rips it off and then. Well, I'm saying if you look at the, the picture there, of it, isn't and, that and just as no? Like it's basically like her whole breast is exposed, and if you see the way that it's like and her pierced nipple, it looks like it's clearly blatantly meant to meant like, to have gone. Yeah. yeah. But you can see the they shock can in say their face. They want, but why? Yeah, why? And, but yeah, like, what's why the point you, of that? Though? Yeah, why would you do that? That's like, what dance move no, ends? You know with, like, what the point of it is? Like we're a, still talking. Yeah, that's yeah. the. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. still that's talking the, about. Yeah, will we forever? Be Let's talk about that, that sexual it, it assault really dance move. Her career, I feel like she's been like off the map since then. Well, she she had a kid at fifty, which is nuts. Yeah, I mean, I don't know who who was with, or even if she needs to have a man at this point. You know what I mean? But like. So Timberlake, does he have new music out, or is he just doing the hits? I'm sure he's doing the hits. Does he bring in sync out? Ooh, that's a big that's question. A good, that's a big one. Everybody, I think, of course, it. he does. Bring him out. That's going to be like the top <laughs> wager, right? Yeah. And that'll be a big. I mean, yeah, that, that, I that, could, that could be a good Super Bowl. Bet. I think like anything you think he's going to do, he almost he's has to. Do. Yeah. Yeah. I watched uh, it's, it's a Netflix it's like, on him. He's really, he's talented. He's really he's got good I, songs. I, I, I love it. Or somebody talk about it. I it's your chance to <laughs> compress your whole career down into this twelve-minute yeah. perf, like a, you know, whole retrospective of your career. So Gaga you, did it on you, uh, GarageBand. Yeah, I saw her on her Instagram making the mix. Like she made the mix herself to like the order. I don't know if that's the yeah. one they use per se, but. Right. That's cool. I guess the ones that stand out to me the most for Super Bowl, um, the Michael Jackson one where he appeared, like in every corner, 
Prince like one, was 19, great, Prince one was cool. Prince yeah, was great. And then I do remember like uh, the U two one after nine eleven when they had like the big banner and like you know all the the names were coming down. Yeah, but that's a tough. It's a tough act. You know, it really it's, it's got to be really it's, tough. It's only. I thought Bruno Mars was awesome. He is okay. awesome. I, his one. People, uh, all of my drummer friends were talking so much shit on his stick height and stuff. Like, oh, his drumming wasn't that good, but it was so exciting. It was this awesome, bashing, great yeah, like, opening solo that made yeah. Yeah, exa- <laughs> that made <laughs> everyone excited. It, they were drummer snobs. All right, leave yeah. their names out. Leave yeah, exactly. Out. We, we don't need them out of it. Yeah, because we'll just call out Guitar Center. <laughs> Snob, <laughs> Snob Goblin. But like, he killed it, and then he gets up, and like his whole band had mm-hmm. dance moves. Like everything was on point they were straight up like the Jackson 9 or whatever like you know like it was crazy did yeah. Chili Peppers ever play halftime yeah. yeah they did right and they got yeah. crap for uh, they, the being on plugs and they like they, oh yeah yeah uh, they, yeah. they played to the, they to the track yeah they played yeah. to the track but they had that was like what the deal was that was like yeah. what they were told yeah, they were apparently told. they did play I saw again, the Rams open up this year they did a concert the band I've heard the band recorded they recorded it the night before live and then yeah. Uh, speaking of Chili Peppers, I saw this video. Uh, people online can check it out by googling um, uh, Chili Peppers drummer loses it. Will Ferrell. He's, <laughs> he's, he's you saw he's at this like drum off, and, and he's like doing something real serious. Like a thing, right? And somebody screams. Yeah, there's a thing. You know, the drum off, and somebody screams Will Ferrell, and he, and he just freaks out, leaves the stage. And walks off, comes back, and like calls the guy. I'll, I'll leave the rest up to. Uh, it's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, but it's just like can you imagine like having this long, fruitful yeah. career, and then like when you get to be like you know fifty five years old, you're everyone's like calling you Will Ferrell, yeah. and like you know what I mean. Like they, everyone associates you with him, you know. And uh, I mean, Will. I mean. We were just, I haven't seen Elf in so long. We were watching it the other day, and it's just—it's it, so good. That's yeah. Mount Rushmore for me. It's so good, you know. And it's just like all those like small little stupid yeah. things that are just so smart, yeah. you know. I really can't stay. Yeah. But yeah, and then the time that movie came out, I, I bet you they didn't think like, oh, this would be a classic. You know what I mean? I, he talked absolutely. about it, and even like just going around New York dressed mm-hmm. up like that. He's mm-hmm. like, "Is this really? Is this what my career has become? Like, <laughs> yeah. Is this going to turn Pretty into much. anything?" Or, yeah. Pretty much made him. It did yeah, make him. Yeah, yeah. he had an old school. I love his food. Old school, old school, Frank the Tank. Before that was before that. I'm glad they never made a sequel to Old School. It's good when they don't. You know, yeah. I mean, like Old School it and then um, like yeah, Step Brothers is another one that they really they want to make a sequel to it so bad, but they can't. You know, Step Brothers was. I know the first time you saw Step Brothers, man. I just you know it's just gonna be. A watered down version of the original. And then I saw something recently where he's like serious. Step Brothers is Adam Scott as the Dick brother. He's great. And when he gets punched in the face, falls yeah. out of the tree. House. Yeah, when he falls out. I like when he's in the car with his family singing. Yeah, the kid just rips it in the back seat. Amazing. But yeah, Adam Scott is. Uh, Does he like berate he his wife for serious? being out yeah. of tune? <laughs> yeah, she was pissed. She was great in it too. Yeah. The way she talks she to John C. Inside. Riley. When uh, she uses the bathroom, oh, oh my yeah, god! I mean, she likes to do. Just want to ball you up and put you in my vagina. Yeah, I mean that that so movie. Ridiculous. There hasn't been. I guess there hasn't been like a really classic comedy to come out in a while. I mean, movies now are just. Everyone just seems mad at them. <laughs> Justice League. Everyone was mad. There's this movie called Coco came out last week where like the parents were excited to take their kids. But they had to watch 20 minutes of movie previews, and they had to watch 21 more minutes of a Frozen short story. So it was full 40 minutes of, like, nothing but not the movie they came to see. And, like, apparently, like, like parents were like, oh, we're out of here. We ain't doing it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, 
So the movies are becoming a place of like discontent for people, which is uh, <laughs> that's surprise. Yeah. Because movie trailers do suck. Yeah. You know, I mean, like I, you can watch them on your phone. You don't need to be in the theater no more. So there's actually no, really no need for it. But I mean. 20 full minutes before your film begins is too much. Not to mention, DC, get it together and make a good movie already. <coughs> Did you see it? Anybody see Justice League? Like well, we've been talking about <laughs> we going to see it right before, before the podcast. Both yeah. weeks. Last, last week, that was the schedule. plan, but yeah. then he got sick. It's, I, I saw it um, here, illegally, I'm sorry, because <laughs> I'm a dad and I couldn't get out. But, I mean, the first time you see it, yeah, there's some issues. But the second time, you're like, eh, they could have done better. I mean, $300 million to I make a movie think, where... I just think, why didn't... They somehow they should have just parlayed Nolan into doing. They they tried they tried to give him like a billion dollars yeah. at Red and he was like I I'm not doing it I want to make my own stuff he made yeah. Dunkirk did anybody see Dunkirk I did I, yeah me and Gordon so loud I saw it at the theater I was just like <laughs> how did you feel about it I felt like I was in the I war thought, man I yeah. thought it was not that good oh I didn't enjoy yeah. it at all I yeah. felt like I felt like I was in the war I yeah, felt like okay. I was like, in the, like by the time they got into that submarine I'm just like let it be over do you yeah. know I've always loved Nolan's really messed up way of changing time and all on me yeah. But for that setting, I just I hated it. Like I did that. Oh that yeah, was the I, did, first I, I movie still didn't understand it. Really yeah, it was just so kind of. So not what was a good, it? Just like a few days? Like who cares? He was cutting around. In the yeah, timeline. he just cut and the And what's timeline. Bane doing in that film, flying that plane? I don't understand <laughs> what he's doing. You know, but like uh, Dunkirk. I mean, they did. I, I know they offered him like a lot of money to like, stay on to do Man of Steel. He said no, whatever. Uh, the Justice League, though. I mean, the thing that bothers me the most, and I won't spoil it since you guys haven't seen it, but I just tell you the. They, you can spoil must, it. The mustache gate, uh, if you're not familiar with it, the Bobcast <laughs> listeners out there. So um, Henry Cavill, who plays Superman, they wanted him back for reshoots, but he was already filming Mission Impossible with Tom Cruise for Paramount Pictures, and he has a mustache, <laughs> as thick as your mustache. And um, <laughs> Paramount was like, look, it's in the contract. We can't take out the mustache. And like Warner Brothers, who made the Justice League, was like, look, we'll, we'll, we'll do whatever you need, okay? We'll pay for the, the facial prosthetics. And Paramount was like, nope, not doing it. You're going to have to figure a way <laughs> to make it work. In the film, they CGI off his mustache. And the first fucking, like, f- the first sequence of the movie is <laughs> Superman with his mustache CGI'd off. And he oh, looks terrible. That's <laughs> you have to see it just for that. Um, and then when you watch it, you're just hilarious. like, oh, my God. Like, $25 million to remove a mustache. Wow. And it shows. There's one point where he like turns like this, and it's like you know, like the indentation. You see like skin flap over like coming. I'm just like, really? But I mean, and also too, like I think I've said it before, like uh, Ben Affleck, he just sucks as bad. Ben Affleck is. I've never really. I like him in like Gone fan. Girl, and I like him in films like that yeah. as Ben Affleck. I like him in as Gone a director. Girl. I like the town and Argo a lot. The yeah. town and Argo. You have a young kid, right? Yeah. Sorry to interrupt you real quick, no, but like yeah. young kid. If the young kid sees Ben Affleck talking like, ah, I'm not really into Batman anymore. I want to find a way to get out of it. What? No, yeah. you are Batman, motherfucker. You have to be, you know what I mean? Like, you're the inspiration for millions of kids, billions of yeah. kids across yeah, the planet. I like feel before he even was in it, he was, like, looking to get out of it. He's it's salty. Weird. Don't yeah. be salty. It's I just, just read the study the other yeah. day. If you actually tell a kid to perform a task as Batman, they will do the task way better because <laughs> they feel empowered. Yeah. Batman yeah. empowers right. people. Mm-hmm. What's Ben doing? You know what he's doing? He's 45 years old trying not to get drunk, complaining about being Batman. You know what I mean? Which is weird because when, when he did The Accountant, he was kind of a badass. Which was I like in that, that same time. Exactly. He's like badass <coughs> in that. Why isn't yeah. he like that in Batman? In Batman, he's like boring. He's so he's so boring in Justin. He just yeah. looks miserable in it. Right. The only one that I really enjoyed was Ezra Miller, who was the Flash. And like, 
And also, but the thing that sucked is that you know all of his jokes already because that's also, what television does. I'd like to say right. you didn't want to spoil Justice League, but for anyone who hasn't seen Batman vs Superman, I'm just going to spoil it. Mm-hmm. It's been way too long. If you haven't seen, they can it. deal with it. Yeah, I think and everyone listens that, to that. That whole thing where their moms had the same name Terrible. made them friends or whatever <laughs> was, was the dumbest thing I've ever seen in cinema history. I was in the theater and I, I like looked at my like, father like, and I was what? like, "Are you kidding me, dude? Yeah. Like, no way." Yeah, I think we did the same thing. That's yeah. your major plot point to yeah. bring this whole film together. Y- yeah. It was. I want to kill you. I, like, I've gone it, out of my way to make a kryptonite like, spear, the but you got the same name as my mom. Oh, yeah. oh you're off. You're off my head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> People defend that movie all the time online too. And it's just like, oh, like Ugh. it's joyless. DC. If you're a kid and you're watching that, you're miserable. DC's yeah, my, foray yeah, my, into my making movies has been pretty yeah, bad. What, what, what would he like to watch? Not really. Anything for kids in there. I mean, the best Batman I mean, sequence, Batman sh- stabs somebody, and he and also gets shot in the head during the best Batman sequence, so you really can't show Nolan up to ones, but Yeah, the Nolan ones, too. I mean, like, so look, good. they're great. They're good, but they're good for adults. Yeah. They're not really kids' stuff yet, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, the Joker killing people, you know what I mean? Like, well, sure. you gotta be, like, That's 10, like, you know, yeah. like, four, you know what I mean? The Batman Lego movie, all the Marvel ones... That's a different story altogether. We enjoy, and the kids enjoy. Like, there is a way to do Some of the Marvel ones are intense as well. There is a way to do that. So here's the thing, right? So, like, Warner Brothers, if they're looking for a way to, like, make things happen, this is an idea, I think, that I heard on Kevin Smith's podcast, so it's not mine, but... All they have to do is just be like, okay, we'll just we're gonna do a film where like uh, all the universes, like there's a flashpoint thing where Flash like messes up the timeline. Bring back Michael Keaton, bring back Adam West, <laughs> digitally impose them. You know what I mean? And have them all there. Have Christopher Reeves as Superman. Yeah, you know, like that would be interesting. <clears throat> I did read though on the internet that they like want Star they want Trek Michael Keaton back for the new Batman movies. There's like a petition. <laughs> He's 66. He could still do it though. I would love it. That'd be best, dude. That would be awesome. In like a robotic yeah, Batman. Cool. Yeah, and like yeah, he just come, like, or like, just, like he would, he would get the X Men did that too, where they like combine the two exactly. timelines. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what happened. I could totally do that. That'd be so apparently Disney is now going to buy 20th Century Fox, so all those X Men people will be in the new Marvel movies as well. I've heard a bunch of like old old school comic book writers talk about that kind of stuff and it's mm-hmm. just because when the writing would get so outlandish that was just a way for them to like hit the reset button. Yeah. Yeah. like oh it's a different timeline yeah. Yeah. yeah we can't go any further with yeah. this that's 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 why those stories matter so much to the people too because it's like they never end you know right, what I mean sure. like Sherlock Holmes it's you know just, what I mean yeah. like Stories like that. Um, sure. Some people, you know. I think one thing that's cool about it, like from a movie perspective, <coughs> is like how you have at this point now all these more or less modern era movies of Batman, where there's a lot of different actors, right? Because it kind of parallels the comic book. Because through the years, the books aren't drawn and written by the same artists yeah. and writers, mm-hmm. so they always evolve, look different, sound different. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it's kind of cool how the movies reflect that in a way it's not definitely oh, yeah you, you have a period at least for me in the comic books where like there's a certain guy drawing it and writing it and it's awesome mm-hmm. and then somebody else would take over and it would just be like oh what it the sucked. fuck it this sucked. is terrible these storylines you watch are, the history of comics on AMC uh, I've seen it before there's yeah, one that talks about the the guys that created Superman uh-huh. and uh, they they signed away their rights so they didn't even know it and they, and they were like some of them were like living in like small ass apartments in the 70s making no money they, they owned Superboy, the but they didn't name? own Superman, Schuster, and Siegel. Schuster and Siegel. And if you could watch that one, that one's great. I, I've, seen like, I've seen yeah, it. I've seen it. I was blown it. away. I was just yep. like, holy shit, that's so sad. You yep. know what I mean? Like, Imagine like writing a song, and then, well, I guess that does happen. You write a song, yeah. and then somebody else owns it, and so Michael Jackson takes them. Bob Kane did pretty good with <laughs> Batman, as far as I know. Yeah, but he also robbed uh, Finger, uh, Bill Finger. <laughs> yeah, like, you know? idea. Well, I mean, like, if you, like, say something, and then somebody draws it, like, they, they sure. helped you create it, you know what I mean? Sure. It's like songwriters, like, Absolutely. Too, you know? Like, 
I'm sure Ringo wrote a couple of lines to some Beatles songs where he doesn't get credit for. Totally, yeah. <laughs> I was just watching some PBS stuff on the Beatles, uh, you know, like when they were first starting off with those amps and their guitars and like not being able to hear. Can you imagine just like not, like there's no PA system? Dude, that's why. It's just I, your 15 watts. Dude, I remember saying that to somebody <laughs> on a gig recently when they were complaining about not being able to hear. And oh, I'm yeah. Like, Dude, the Beatles played Shea Stadium with no monitors. No monitors. George was coming out of an AC30 in front of what? 60,000 people. Was that the amp? Was 30? Oh my yeah. God. No, you know what? I'm wrong. I think they had Super Beatles at that mm-hmm. point, which were 100 watts. They may have even been more than 100 watts. Wow. Super Super Beatles. So last show ever that was their last one right yeah did they have the super Beatles there though mm-hmm. I don't know if they did I, I think they did yeah if it was their last show they definitely did yeah so I mean like, I think Candlestick it. Park was their last Candlestick's show Candlestick's their last one so Shea Stadium they may not have had the super Beatles yet I don't know I'd have to see pictures it's been a while but their last technical show was on the roof of Apple though right what year was that 1969 69 yeah. 69 69 I think, I think, yeah, I think the record came out in 70, 70 let it be just right yeah. that's weird because you know they recorded let it be before Abbey Road but then put them out in the reverse order what right. was it? Abbey Road came out and then they wanted to do something live on TV as well right was that the well they made it was supposed plans. to be like a movie like yeah, it was. It was a movie. Well, when it, it was, came out. but it, it ne- it's never been actually released. Yeah, it's never been released. Oh, so they still have it somewhere, dude. It's never been released on. There's DVD. a bunch of clips of it. Yeah, well, when I was a kid, Yoko's in there in the studio uh-huh. with them, right? I have a copy of it. A it's bit. a VHS, and mm-hmm. it's like a copy of a copies, 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 copy. It's terrible. It's like real dark, but it's the theatrical movie of Let It Be that was released in 1970. Oh wow! And if you've never seen it before, yeah, it's so weird to me that of all the Beatle reissues, they've never. I mean, they were being filmed for like months right, in two different time. locations, mm-hmm. and I feel like a lot of that footage. I was really like yet to surface. It's really cool. Maybe they're waiting. It, you know, but, to be out there. Yeah, somewhere. like that was basically seeing the Beatles Work implode and, and break sure. up is why they didn't ever. I, I guess you're saying they did. There was like a, a theatrical version, but Absolutely. I don't think it was ever actually released. It right? was never released on, they on like it. a DVD or yeah. VHS. But was but it, it was actually shown? But wasn't that shown on? It was on public broadcast. Probably, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Once upon a time, but I have a copy of but it. But it seems like they don't. Want VHS. that to be like they part probably of the don't public want, record yeah. at this point. It's not like until they're all, until they're all I passed think it's away. And then there's that great part in there where George and Paul are arguing about the song. Uh, I've got a feeling. Mm, yeah, George plays this. This little band, and Paul's like, and Paul. With all due respect, Sarah McCartney, he seems like he's super stoned out of his mind and being a bit irrational. He's just like, I wanted to go new, 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 new. He's like dropping it in all these weird intervals that doesn't make any sense. And they just have a complete meltdown. And George is just like, he's like, whatever it is that will please you, I'll do it. He's like, and if you don't want me to play anything at all, I won't. He's like, whatever it is that will please you. I remember seeing that. It's amazing. Remember, it was on the yeah, ABC special. Yeah, there's a lot of clips from it. So, on, like, so what year was that? Remember when ABC was like, we've got yeah. four nights. The anthology. I love that. Yeah, yeah, that was like yeah. great. So That's really what like, got yeah. me into 1995. Me too. I, we I were, bought like, those double albums. Oh, we all did. School I started in 1994. It was kind of a perfect age for all of us, I feel like. Yeah. Where we were all wanted to rock, and they really showed us what the Beatles were Absolutely. And we got two fresh new Beatles tracks that nobody had ever heard. Like, you know what I mean? I think those songs that, are great. Free is a bird. Really, really love. Yeah. That's such a great song. I remember the video too. It was like a mo- art, just Martin been... montage type thing, and like I saw an interview with Liam Gallagher, and they asked him what his favorite Beatles song was, and he's like, "Free as a fucking bird, mate." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, 
It is so good. Like it's amazing. It's like, Noel's coming here uh, more next more than month like yeah. any actual Beatles song. Sam. I feel like that like yeah. captures the sound, back. the whole history of the Beatles. What like, that song? That song. Yeah. yeah. I feel it's, that too. Yeah, it, it's like the perfect. Yeah, I haven't heard that in a while. I think I don't like that. Yeah. Thing that. I think it's great how did. like George's verse, right? Because mm-hmm. like uh, you know John Lennon singing the verses and Paul singing the choruses for better or worse, and then George comes in with his line. Whereas Paul McCartney had two lines, George only gets one, and then he comes in with the slide guitar solo. Yeah, like as his line, which is just so totally <laughs> George awesome. George is the best. I, I mean, George's like contributions yeah. to the Beatles is so huge. There, right? I mean, I love George Harrison is one of my favorite. But he like People, why, why really? he wasn't as popular though just because I guess of I, I don't I, I can't it doesn't mean anything like, to me to like, me like hearing from I love George older women like they all had one that they yeah one had, which like, is weird different, right? I guess yeah that happens a lot different favorites right? it wasn't all everybody wasn't some people did love George as their yeah. favorite some or Ringo, Ringo you know but yeah. it's, it's it's weird too how like, they had that whereas with other bands I can't really it's think of really an example of some some other bands nobody like. Nobody knows who like the the and sorry for this, but the guys the bass player of Bush is or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody knows. You know what I mean? It's, a, it's such a different. I, I was watching the bass player of live. The, and you're, uh, you're boy, I know the bass player of live. Patrick Dahlheimer. Patrick Dahlheimer. They're back. Yeah, I I've, I've actually hung out with Patrick Dahlheimer. He's a nice scouter. He he produced your. Um, no, Chad Chad Taylor did. Oh, he was a guitar player. Guitar player. Okay, cool. Yeah. I met. Yeah. So is that, is that Patrick, are they all still playing together? Patrick was actually. Yeah, they're back now. I'm not just I'm saying that because we were both bass players, but Patrick was the coolest guy. They put a record out with a new singer, but still calling it live. And same um, thing with STP. Did you guys hear the new STP? The Meadow song. I still haven't heard it. Yeah, I heard it. Like, it. It basically is somebody doing an impersonation of. Um, wow! Right. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, the guy was on uh, the does X it, Factor or whatever. Does it wor- uh. I, I mean, it works because they're going out on tour. Like, mm-hmm. I think, um, I think they go out on tour in March or whatever. But like, is it too soon? Yeah, I don't actually. Know. It was you know what I mean? Like, years, it, two years ago, Scott Weiland died, right? What do you say, Johnny? Is it? Yeah, I'll put it to you this way, and no disrespect. I know there's a lot of people that love Lincoln Park, and I mean the terrible tragedy and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I was never really a fan of that band or his style and sound. Mm-hmm. When he was singing with Stone Temple Pilots, I thought it was particularly bad because I just it didn't work. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, it just seemed like a very weird. I think the new song that I heard, although I only heard it like once or twice, yeah, well, this is like 15 I thought times. it sounded cool. This is I have. This isn't Stone Temple Pilots. But I mean, it's definitely like. Uh, and then I heard him sing a vintage STP track, and they got me right in the heartstrings because it's like one of my favorite songs by them. So, and uh, it, were you offended by it? Sounded okay. All right, here we go. All right, so it's basically. Sounds like what? Yeah, it does. I think the brothers are pretty awesome. I want to hear more. As far yeah, as I, I'm I, concerned. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm so conflicted, you know. <laughs> yeah, me too, Bob. Mm-hmm. Walt Lafty tried out for him. I mean, cool. If, if Walt got in, really? I think I would feel different, yeah. you know. Like, yeah, he, he he did Wicked Garden, or he they did a thing where like you recorded. Uh, yeah, could send in. Like, yeah, yeah. But I don't know how I feel about it. I mean. 
I think it's weird. I mean, look, I think it's... I think it makes sense when, like, you know, those guys put a lot of time into it and a lot of effort and energy. I mean, it's like, they could go out and tour with a different singer, right, and call it something else and still play a handful of SDP songs and make new music, which they're obviously doing with this guy. And they could tour the world and play TLA-sized venues. Or they could call it Stone Temple Pilots and, in essence, do the same thing and go and play a bigger room. You know what I yeah. mean? So it's yeah, like, yeah. is that the wrong move? I don't really think it is. It's like that really. brand, yeah. and it brand. sucks yeah. like when you put somebody's life into that equation, but that brand that you worked so hard for mm-hmm. so many years yeah. that you were an, an, you know, an important part of as well, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, man, the three of us still want to oh, play, yeah. and we want to play with that other dude, but we don't mm-hmm. have that chance anymore. Billy Corgan was on Joe Rogan's podcast talking about branding, and like he didn't understand the importance of Smashing Pumpkins as a brand until later in his life and now he realizes that he could release an album and they can maybe sell a little bit or you know a lot but it doesn't make a difference the only thing that matters really is the brand you know mm-hmm. because the brand People is what connected lasts. to that so mm-hmm. strong more than with mm-hmm. a, an intensity that wasn't there for any of his other things See, right? I mean, I'd, li- I'd like to say I mean I saw Stone Pilots twice and I, I mean I'll miss Wyland and stuff like that but they, they are good that bass player is awesome yeah uh, uh, a, a live show is a, is a whole other thing mm-hmm. I don't really know if I, yeah, I wouldn't I mean, pay 70 bucks I have no can... interest to go see them live but for people that are fans that didn't get the chance just to hear those songs mm-hmm. live is yeah. cool um because I know for sure, like, you know, obviously I was born in 1980. One of my favorite bands is the Beatles, who broke up 10 years prior. But, like, seeing Paul McCartney for the first time mm. was just absolutely surreal. Yeah, yeah. Just to amazing. hear those songs yeah. live in some way, shape, or form by one of the people that was yeah, responsible for and putting it there the in the first place is, is like a special yeah. connection. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially for, like, you know, you meet, like, a 10-year-old kid that has a Nirvana t-shirt on. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, they're never going to get to see Nirvana. So, in a way... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it kind of it's kind of cool. It's I funny that you know what's happening now is kids are wearing Nirvana shirts and, not, and they don't know who they are. I feel like yeah, I have no idea. Sure. I'm like, let's talk about one of my students. One of my students had the shirt. I'm like, with the Nirvana shirt. You like this shirt? What's your favorite Nirvana? It's my favorite. One of my favorite bands. Smells like Teen Spirit. Yeah, why do you think they're wearing a shirt if they've never heard? It's very fashionable for parents to buy it because that's my face. It's always like a parents. Well, hopefully that once again that's an example. It's a super happy. Yeah, happy shirt, but for me, it's like a dark day in April where sure. somebody got like committed <laughs> yeah. suicide. Yeah. You know, but it's weird. But uh, what was I gonna say about? Uh, I felt the same way when Paul played. When I, I stayed up so late to watch Paul McCartney play with Nirvana. That's that awesome. uh, it was mm. sick, dude. Yeah, I got goosebumps. Mm-hmm. And I loved that they played a new song. Too, yeah, because it would have been easy to just come dude, out. The whole and play, story like, of know, that is amazing. I, I, yeah. I mean, Paul McCartney said he didn't really put it together that those were the guys up from Nirvana. I'm in the middle of a reunion. And he said, he said they wanted him to play the bass. <laughs> yeah. They wanted him to play the bass. And Chris Novoselic said he was going to play accordion. And Paul was like, nah, you play bass. I want to play this little cigar box yeah. guitar. Because he said he wasn't really oh, yeah, feeling the awesome. accordion. Yeah, and how could you tell Paul not? Yeah, yeah. like you thought Paul played And he killed he it on that thing. It's fucking yeah. awesome. That sound was awesome. It's so great. So I remember raw. just having total goosebumps. Yeah, you know? the first time I heard that song, I had heard it before it was on TV. And uh, yeah, just being like Sound Fuck City you. Yeah. Like Sound City, they're right. just them bashing away, mm-hmm. not thinking too hard, just rocking and out. just killing it. It's Nirvana and, Pat, and, and the Beatles and Pat's together in yeah, some totally. way, which are two iconic bands. The sound was perfect. It's mm-hmm. totally great. <coughs> um, 
Chris, uh, Chris Novoselic's new band, Giant, Giants in the Trees, they're talking about coming on the show. Uh, oh, yeah? They're, um, they're, I, yeah, they're coming at it. They're, they they're, they're very folky, and, like, months ago I started following them, and, like, they didn't, like, take off as much as the Foo Fighters, per se, like, with media, social media. So I guess I was able to get my inquiry letter in, and they wrote back, but hopefully in the next wow. couple Does weeks we can hear that. bass or accordion? He's playing bass in that and accordion. Yeah. Okay. Um... You know, I, I'll, I get, when I record them, I'll drop him and be like, "Yeah, you retweeted the video of my boy Frank playing an accordion for aneurysm," and he he may uh, pick up on that. I'm actually going back to one of four point five next month to play oh, yeah. with Judah. Yeah. They're doing oh, live yeah, bands they're together. Doing that? Okay. They're bringing the live bands back. Okay. Yeah, I, I yeah, the acoustic cool stuff. I just did something to Matone's music uh, okay. in Collegeville, acoustic thing. You guys should definitely do that. Yeah. Um, it was actually really cool. It was uh, it's just an old fashioned like type record store. You know, they got old CDs and stuff. So right on that main street there, and uh, they filmed us do two songs, and they edit it together. But um, I think that's coming out soon. I'm not really sure. But um, cool. as I look at the time, fellas, I realize i got to wrap up this Bobcast. Yeah. Appreciate you guys coming back into the lounge. Absolutely. Uh, check them out December the 22nd for the five-year anniversary of the Bobcast at the Grape Room in Historical Maniunk. My name's Bob. This has been another episode of The, the Bobcast. Bobcast.